If you've ever felt like there simply aren't enough hours in the day, this episode is for you. Today, we step away from wearing busy as a badge of honor and look at the quality of how you spend your time rather than quantity. We talk about the real reasons you're not making time for those actions that would create more results and how to shift your mindset so you have time for the things that are most important to you in life and business and consequently see more results too. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Denley, the mindset coach that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Jody Graham, the health food obsessed, woo-woo exploring bookworm productivity coach who's hooked on getting things done. She believes without a doubt that it is possible for you to achieve anything you want and that productivity doesn't need to be a struggle. It can become second nature for you. You just need clarity, intention, and a plan. Jody, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me today, Amanda. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. Ah, I'm so excited to have you. So can you tell me in your own words, I just read your bio, but can you tell me a little bit about what it is that you do and why you do it? For sure. I'm a productivity coach, as you mentioned, that helps creative and side hustling women entrepreneurs shift from overwhelmed and scattered to focused and taking action on the most important stuff. So instead of running around doing a million little things, our work together takes all those amazing ideas and projects spinning around in your head and creates a focused, clear and positive plan that you can actually follow through and take action on. Awesome. I think that's so amazing because I know that so many entrepreneurs that I talk to are just they're so hung up on the idea of needing a plan, right? If I only had a plan in place, I'd be able to X, Y, Z. I'd be able to create that course. I'd be able to reach those dreamy clients. I'd be able to have more free time. So I think it's so important that we really establish the role that that plan can play in our overall productivity and how we approach our work in our day-to-day. And I just love that you do this work. Yes, so true. And it's a very personalized thing. Everyone's plan is going to be different. Yes, that's so true because not everyone works the same way. Yes, correct. (laughs) Everyone works very differently. But a plan is always like, yeah, the base that you want, that everyone needs because it just brings things into reality and makes them tangible. Right. And then we have something to action on, which I think is a big piece of, you know, I talk a lot about mindset because I think a lot of times the reasons that we're not taking action is because we don't have the right mindset in place. And we don't actually believe that we could achieve what it is that we're setting out to do, or we don't know how to go about it. And I think when you start to put that plan in place and you just start to figure out how you work best and how 
that plan can help you to achieve your goals, all of a sudden it starts to feel a little bit more concrete. It doesn't feel as scary anymore. It sort of relieves some of the fear and some of the, I don't know, that comes along with that kind of like scary next steps. Um, So I just think that's so important. Yeah. So can you tell me, Jody, what is the one simple shift that's made the biggest difference for either you or your clients? The biggest mindset shift for my clients that I've seen in my clients is how they view, uh, define and think about time itself and what it means to be busy and what it means to be productive. So how we think about time affects our productivity. And that means a shift from thinking of time in terms of quantity to thinking of time in terms of quality. So taking the focus away from how much time they have, how much stuff they have to do and how much is filling up their schedule to a focus on the meaning and purpose of what they do with and during that time that they have. Oh, yes. I love that so much because I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, especially I'm going to say especially in the beginning, there's this kind of holdup and this emphasis that's put on being busy, right? And being busy feels really good, especially when you first jump in and you're getting clients and everything, you know, everything's starting to kind of put the wheels in motion. It's all starting to work, right? And then I think what happens is you find yourself really busy and then you take a look at your bank account and you're like, huh, (laughs) there's a disconnect here, right? So I think a lot of times being busy doesn't always necessarily mean more dollars in the bank. And I think that's super important for especially new entrepreneurs to understand because you can feel really busy. You can be putting in the time. You can be putting in the hours. But unless it's translating to dollar signs or clients or leads or, you know, all of those kind of business building activities that we look for, being busy doesn't necessarily mean that you're being productive or that you're using that time in the most efficient way possible. Yeah, totally agree. It's a it's a tricky mindset shift because like you said, being busy feels productive just because you're active and doing things, but the results aren't there if it's not meaningful, purposeful stuff. Like you said, dollars in the bank or whatever desired result it is you want. If you're not getting it, you're not being productive, essentially. Yes, totally agree. So how can we start to, first of all, even notice that we're doing this, right? I think a lot of the times what I see is that I will ask, not even entrepreneurs, just people in my life in general, how they've been, what's been going on. And I think the default response so often is, oh, I'm, I've just been so busy, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we start to kind of wear that as a badge of honor, right? So we start to see busy as a good thing or as a positive thing. So I'm curious to hear, how do you see this showing up for entrepreneurs? How can they begin to notice that this is something that they could shift? Like you explained in the first episode of this podcast, what we think determines how we feel, which determines our actions and determines our results, which we just touched on. And so how you think about and perceive time does affect your relationship with and feelings towards that time you have, 
which determines how you spend that time. So in other words, your actions that you take, the actions you take, which determines the results you're going to see and experience, such as what you've accomplished and achieved with that time. So if you're thinking or saying, I'm so busy, I have no time, there's never enough time, that headspace creates a feeling of lack or being a victim to time, like feelings like stress and resignation, defeat or giving up, Mm -hmm. you know, like you're at the mercy of time. And from that kind of place, it's unlikely you'll take action because you've already given up control or you don't believe you have control over your time and what you do with it and how you spend it. And so it follows no action, no results, or at least not your desired results. And you're left wondering, where did the time go and how could it be 4 p.m. already and what did I do with the last eight hours and you have really nothing to show for it. So just becoming aware of the thoughts is the first step. Thoughts like, yeah, thoughts like I'm too busy, not enough time. Perfect. Oh my goodness. I love how you broke that down for us and how we can really see how those thoughts are really determining our actions and our results. And I think that's just so important in, I mean, almost any mindset shift that's holding us back is really to go deeper and figure out, okay, what is the thought that I'm thinking here that is keeping me from moving forward? What is the thought that's holding me back? And I think a lot of the times, if we're telling ourselves I'm I'm too busy, right? We're we're not making room for any sort of change. We're not making room for any sort of like growth or forward movement. I think most of the time what has to happen is we have to ask ourselves more specific questions, right? Mm-hmm. So starting to ask ourselves, why do I feel so busy? What is the desired result that I'm looking for? What can I do so that I have more time to work towards this goal? what are my main priorities and am I living into those? I think all of those questions can really help us to shift from this place of I have no time and there's never enough time Mm -hmm. to really identifying where that thought is coming from. Yeah, so true. So like thinking and saying I have no time and there's not enough time, this thought or belief, you know, it reinforces the perception, again, that we have no control of over our time and time controls us and we're just a victim. It says there's no choice on our part about how we spend our time. Um, and people may or may not like what I'm about to say, but I'll say it anyway. Um, not, quote unquote, having enough time is really a myth. People make time for the things that are important to them. And when you say, I don't have enough time to do A, B, or C, what you're really saying is it doesn't interest you or it's not important to you or it is interesting or important to you, but you're choosing not to make it a priority. And choosing is the key word Um, because in reality, there is plenty of time. I mean, based on an average of eight hours of sleep a night, there's 16 hours left in the day for you. And that's a lot of hours and time. So You have to accept that those 16 hours are what you have and decide how you want to spend those hours. Right. And I think a lot of time, a lot of times, (laughs) a lot of times we think of time as this like set amount that we can't change, right? We only have you know, so much time in the day and it's really just not possible. And I think another thing that's important to realize here is that 
I think when it comes down to managing your time and your productivity, it really comes down to your priorities as well. And I think that, you know, earlier when you said people might not like what you have to say here, I think I think it's fair that you mention this because it really is a choice. And I don't want that to have a negative connotation. Because I think that a lot of times what does happen is other things are simply more important to you right now, and that's okay, Mm -hmm. right? So if chaperoning your child's field trip is more important to you, if getting your workout in, like maybe you're someone who goes to the gym for two hours, like that is okay too. All of these things aren't good or bad. It's just important to know what those priorities are are to you and how much time you have left. And what I see happening when people don't really understand the concept of their time or how they're choosing to use it is they're not really living into their priorities. They're not really noticing how long things actually take. And they're not really focusing on what it is that's important to them. And what happens is when we shift that and when we understand that these things are actually fundamentally important to us and we want to make time for them in our day, it becomes easier to see what else rises to the top and what else is also super important to us. And that's when we start seeing some of those big picture results because we're saying, okay, it is super important for me to hit these numbers on this launch, or it is super important to me to work on building my newsletter list up. And those kind of things also rise to the top and you begin to see what it is that's actually important to you. Yeah, that's so true. And the belief on that note, the belief that you have no time is off. It can be about avoidance or procrastination. Ooh, I love that word. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about procrastination. (laughs) Yeah, it can be, you know, an excuse to avoid taking a close look at what you really want. Like you said, right, defining your priorities. It's okay to want what you want, but sometimes we might avoid admitting what we want um, or that big picture vision we mm-hmm. have for ourselves because maybe we feel it's impossible anyway or we're afraid we'll fail or that we'll succeed because of how it may change our life. Those are just a few examples. You know, it could be anything or, you know, you're procrastinating on something like a big project or an idea you have because you're afraid of how it will be received or people judging it or you simply just haven't worked out how to do it or it's just overwhelming and unknown in your head. And again, it could be any number of reasons. Those are just some examples. Yes. I love I love that you're giving examples here because I think it makes it so much easier for listeners to see how this is showing up in their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like we'll overschedule our time, overload ourselves and our schedule and say yes to everything that we think we can or should, quote unquote, should be doing. And suddenly we really don't have any time left for what's important and meaningful to us. So that thought that I have no time has become your result or your reality, right? You don't have time because you've overscheduled yourself with random things. And again, at the end of the day, you're wondering what just happened (laughs) and what you accomplished. And Danielle Laporte said it best. I love this quote from her. She said, everything is on your plate because you said yes to it. Ooh, such a good one. (laughs) Yeah, she's a wise woman. (laughs) If you're feeling like your schedule is in need of some serious TLC, let's set up a time to chat. One of my absolute favorite things is helping entrepreneurs to be more intentional about their schedule so they can free up more time for what they love. Because let's face it, 
that freedom and flexibility was one of the main reasons you got into entrepreneurship in the first place. On this free Simplifying Success coaching call, we'll find the one simple shift that's specific to you and your business so you can shift your mindset around doing all the things and do fewer things better. Head over to amandadenley.com slash free call to book. I do three of these each week, so get over there and book yours today. So let's talk about saying yes to things then. And I think this this does tie into thinking about, you know, the quality versus quantity aspect of how we spend our time too. So let's dive into that a little bit deeper. How does what we say yes to affect our overall productivity? Oh, yeah, that's a big topic. (laughs) So (laughs) when we yeah say yes, I mean, we have a multitude of reasons for saying yes, right? Like we really maybe we genuinely want to do this thing or help this person. But a lot of the time we'll say yes because we feel obligated or we're afraid of the response or reaction if we don't say yes, like someone being mad at us because we're not helping them or whatever. So uh, it's said out of fear a lot. And that's how our schedule gets filled with things that don't matter to us, right? We're letting other people's priorities fill up our schedule. And hence, we're busy, not productive. It just reduces our time for what's important to us and pushes those things aside. Yes. So I think that's so important is first examining what it is that you're saying yes to. And I think, I mean, Joe, do you you have any questions that listeners can ask themselves when it comes to whether they should say yes to an opportunity or something that comes up in their life or business? Yeah, definitely. So things like, you know, looking at what's on your schedule and why it's there and what you've said yes to, you know, look at each item and ask yourself, okay, what's taking up my time? Do I even want to do this? Does it mean something to me? And what is the purpose? Like what results will I get from this? What impact is it having on my life? And does it, you know, a good, a great question is, does it energize or drain me? Like if it's an energizing feeling, then it's probably something that's meaningful to you and is bringing you a future good result or an immediate result. If it's draining It's something you probably don't want to do, like things we want to do truly and genuinely are not supposed to be draining. So it's probably something that's important to someone else and you feel obligated to do it and you honestly probably don't want to. (laughs) Yes, I totally agree. And I think that really honing in on those opportunities and paying attention to those feelings. I mean, I can't tell you how many people I talk to that just ignore those gut feelings that they have, right? And when you actually ask them, well, well, which way feels energizing and which way feels draining? And they look at you <laughs> and they're like, well, I've never thought about it that, that way before, right? And I think it's so important that we have to start listening to those things. We have to start becoming conscious of them and really knowing our own, like knowing ourselves, and knowing also the difference between, there's a difference between what feels energizing and draining and then an opportunity that feels like a stretch outside your comfort zone. So I want to be careful that we're not saying that everything that feels draining is necessarily a bad thing. But I do think that it's a good indicator of how you're feeling and the thoughts that are surrounding that opportunity. 
So I'd be curious to hear in your work, Jody, what are the biggest shifts and actionable steps that people can take to start defining a plan for themselves and start to see some of the big picture results that they want in their business? Yeah. So taking your perspective from one of busyness to true productivity is thinking about the quality of how you're spending your time rather than quantity. Um, And the two big questions, which I think we already touched on, are why is each thing on my list or in my schedule and go like item by item as small and granular as you can. Like ask yourself, why am I doing this? You know, where did it come from and why did I add it here? Um, What's again, like what is the purpose? What is the meaning to me? And, you know, that's why it is so important to have your ultimate vision and big picture goals and where you want your life to go and be in like one, five, 10 years, because that is what you can filter all your daily decisions through every day. And it makes it so much easier to say yes or no to something or decide if it should be taking up your time or in your schedule. And also what have you said yes to, right, is another way to look at it, which we've touched on as well. So what am I saying yes to? If it's in your calendar or on your to-do list, you've already said yes to it. So again, examining it, why it's there, why did you say yes? Who is it really important to, right? Me or someone else? And you made a really good point about the draining feeling is sometimes a good, like an okay thing because you're stretching yourself or pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. And that's where the why question comes in, right? Because if it's for a genuine, like purposeful, meaningful thing to you, then it may feel draining, but you'll have a good reason for putting it in your schedule and on your to-do list. Yes, absolutely. So tell me, are there any tools that you like in particular for really boosting productivity or becoming more aware of your schedule and the things that you're saying yes to? Um, Yeah, I'd say what I recommend most for my clients is to uh, define that big picture vision. So I do have some worksheets and questions that they can go through as one part reflection of, you know, what's happened over their past month or say year, it could be any amount of time and asking themselves what's gone well, what's not gone well, what do they want to change? Like, why did those things not go well? What wasn't right with it? Did go well, what do you want more of? So really reflecting on where, how far you've come and what's happened. And then the other part is asking, okay, well, where do I want to go? Like, again, defining that vision for your life and yourself for the future. Yes. So Jody, if listeners loved what they heard from you today, where can they find you? They can find me on Facebook and Instagram um, at Jody Graham Coach. And Jody is spelled J-O-D-I. <laughs> Everyone always asks. And my website is jodygram.com, all one word. I've got a free resource page on that website with some freebie downloads, including a five-day priorities bootcamp, which is another great tool and starting point to clarify what's important to you and what's not. And in other words, what you should be saying yes to and what you should be saying no to. Okay. And we'll definitely drop that link in the show notes. Thanks so much for joining me today, Jody. Thank you so much, Amanda. This was fun. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandadunley.com slash one simple shift. 
If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, each month I'll be picking one reviewer to win a vision board design coaching intensive with me so you can create your own definition of success. If you're looking for more support in creating a beautiful, balanced life and thriving, successful business, head over to amandadunnelycom slash free call and book my free Simplifying Success Coaching Call, where I'll help you identify one simple shift you can make to cultivate a success mindset and start seeing results now. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. Completely lost my train of thought. Hold on. (laughs) And um, breaking down. Oh, no, I lost my train of thought now. (laughs) 